SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezo Mabete on SAFM. Mem Kwebane, good evening. Good evening, Songhezo. How are you? I'm good yourself and good evening to your listeners. I'm fine, thank you. Are you safe from COVID? Is your family okay? You've got enough food to eat? You're sheltered from the harm of this terrible pandemic? Uh, fortunately, uh, we are. And um, I just, uh, you know, when you ask that question, I feel for those who are unemployed, who don't have food, you mm. know, and in this cold weather. But yes, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. No, we appreciate that. And I uh, mm. um, perhaps might want to take the listeners in into our own confidence. We've only met once and it lasted no more than two or three minutes. It was in Cape Town at the State of the Nation address. Yeah. I was saying hello to one of your bodyguards who's an ex-colleague at the Concord of mine mm. who was walking behind you. So as I'm smiling at him and he me, you happen to catch my face and you think I'm smiling at you. Yeah. And then at that mm. point, I was like, actually, yes, forget about the bodyguard. I'm, I'm actually smiling at you, public protector. We hugged and we confirmed within 30 seconds of that encounter that one day soon you would come and be a guest of the show. Of course, COVID yeah. took over, but I do want to confirm. Thank you so much for honoring your word. And we are glad to have you here for as long as you have set time aside for. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, I'm glad that uh, finally we have that opportunity to engage especially for the benefit of the South Africans and your listeners about the mandate of the pirate protector. I suppose let's get straight into it. Chapter 9, Mm. Section 181. Independent, subject only to the Constitution and the law, you must be impartial, exercise your powers and perform your functions with those three critical aspects. No fear, no favor, no prejudice. Do people know how hard it is or how onerous perhaps it is for one to keep that core mandate at 181.2? Yes, um, it is uh, actually not difficult because uh, uh, the protector is legally qualified all the investigators within the public protector are legally qualified. And if you are legally qualified, uh, we are trained always to be objective, meaning you only focus what the law says. You don't put your feelings in whatever you investigate or you decide on. So that uh, role is possible because it's not only the public protector. Actually, I am not going around or daily investigating uh, matters. But I am assisted by highly qualified investigators who are legally qualified and who conduct the investigations. And they are the ones then who compile the reports. Mm. And um, I provide guidance there as and when it's necessary. And I must say that uh, it's only 5% of our work, especially your complex matters, Mm. where we issue reports uh, where I am then um, involved or I uh, become aware of a matter when it's brought before my attention, when we like uh, preparing a Section 7-9 notice where people are implicated and we expect them to respond or when we then issue a report. But then 
5% of our work is your uh, bread and butter issues. And those are finalized at an investigator, chief investigator or executive manager level. Mm. They don't even reach my desk. Sure. Mm. Let's talk about that 5% because all of that 95% truly does inform that 5% because what the public wants to know for the most part, or let me just speak for myself, if not for the public, don't be accused of being a John Steenhuisen, yeah? <laughs> that 5%, when I engage it, tells me everything about that 95%. The mm-hmm. function of the office, the efficiency of the office, the understanding mm-hmm. of that office, of the constitution and the applicable legislation, and mm-hmm. importantly, in doing the work that effectively protects me from the exercise and use of public power at national, provincial, or local government level. In other words, you are my defense and defender Mm. against that public official who doesn't do one's work. Forget that 95%. How critical then is for a public protector's report to in language be accessible so that I know exactly what the implications of this recommendation, which can become, which are binding unless set aside by the court, and more importantly, in entrenching the supremacy of the constitution, because that's to whom you account, the constitution. Mm. I must say that um, yes, um, all the work we're doing is very much important, and I will put a lot of emphasis in the ninety-five percent because. Uh, that's your poor, your marginalized, and people who can't even afford to take the state to court. Those 5% we are investigating, it's also very critical because it involves your good, your governance failure or conduct failure. That's where issues of malad, of uh, corruption and where a lot of uh, state resources are involved or where they are embezzled. Mm. So, the 95%, when we, in, in fact, the 5%, mm, when yes. we issue a report, uh, the Constitution says um, the public protector investigate, issue a report and remedial action. And there's a constitutional court judgment which we rely on in all our reports. Uh, it's uh, mentioned there because Judge Muhueng Muhueng mentioned what is an appropriate remedial action. An appropriate remedial action is where we are then correcting administrative wrongs and making sure that we uh, correct the uh, root causes of a problem. And when we issue a remedial action, we're making sure that there's no repetition of the same um, improper conduct from any state uh, functionary. And that uh, concord judgment is also very clear where it says when the public protector issue a remedial action, it should be, uh, even she should also even direct how that remedial action should be implemented. Yes. She should be specific. So that's what we do in all our reports. Therefore, our report's intention is to make sure that um, state functionaries can learn from our reports and they don't remit, repeat similar uh, 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 malfeasance. Mm. But unfortunately, mm. that doesn't happen most of the time because very few people will read our reports. 
the only time is when possibly, in fact, even when we are taken to court, the courts are focusing on your technical and sometimes procedural issues, but not on the gist of the complaint. What happened and what should have happened? What are the laws which have been violated and how to correct the violation of those particular laws? So um, I think the 5% yes is critical. And again, in the 5%, we will be including the systemic investigations because that's where we would want to bring uh, to the attention of government that we receive a lot of these complaints, let's say, for instance, a lot of um, complaints relating to uh, pension administration uh, delays or which relates to the delay uh, by uh, uh, municipalities to, 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 in fact, to provide the necessary services. So when we issue a systemic report, we are then trying to help and assist the very state functionary to look at the various gaps uh, which are there in their systems to correct them and uh, so that they can provide services to, 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 to the public. So that's the intention of uh, issuing reports. That, that, that's actually a fascinating point, and I actually do take it to heart because when you say a systemic report, I understand you to mean sometimes it's not about wielding a stick and wanting to spank somebody, Mm-mm. if I can use such terms, but rather just to clarify their constitutional obligations through that instrument that enables them to perform their public function. Mm. And to the extent that, say, in terms of Section 237 of the Constitution, they don't yes. perform their duties with diligence or mm. with particular the delay, mm, yes. you then, through that systemic report, use that opportunity to lay it out in clear and uncertain terms what it is that that party before mm. you. Let me go back then on that basis because equally the Office of the Public Protector must have capacity, yes? Capacity mm. in the sense that between the predecessor and the incoming or the incumbent, there must be a handover. There must be, to the extent possible, a seamless transition because it's less about the personalities mm-hmm. and more about the function, Chapter 9 function, constitutionally supporting democratic function. Mm-hmm. There was much ado about much or nothing, as the case may be, between yourself and your predecessor, Advocate Tulima Donzella. Um, have you spoken to her? When did you speak to her? What did you speak about the last time you did? <laughs> Is it relevant, though, that question? But uh, on the seamless um, transition, yes, there was a seamless transition. And you must understand that um, the investigators who work under her are still there. They are still the ones who are conducting the investigations. And uh, um, indeed, there's one incident now. Recently, we were uh, also engaging with her, especially relating to the matter of the vendor a pensioners whose which report she issued and I issued a special report uh, assisting the National Treasury to implement our report. Yes. So we had to then engage and see how best uh, we can respond to the court challenge because the Minister of Finance uh, took uh, that report, in fact both our reports on review. So we do, or we had an engagement Mm. on how we need to handle that particular uh, issue. But as I said, that um, the officials or the investigators 
are still there who are experienced uh, in their work mm. and um, as well um, it's a question of uh, making sure that uh, whatever has been put in place which does not need any uh, change or fixing it remains the same or one has her own style of yes, leadership yes. then you bring in that and uh, it's a question of then a seamless process moving mm. forward mm. Mm. I'll tell you why I asked that question. I do believe it is relevant. I'll, I'll make two examples and then come back to the question itself. When Chief Justice Mokhoeng was being interviewed in 2011, December, I think it might have been the time by the head at the time of the court because mm. Justice Ngobo had retired, Justice Mosenega was now presiding. He was, of course, the Deputy Chief Justice and had been to Payaslanga, to Sandling Ngobo, and at the time it was going to be Justice Mokhoeng. Mm. There are differences perhaps displayed in the interviews where one at some point had to say if you listen you might hear to my question to which the current chief justice said you don't have to be sarcastic sir those are two personalities clashing but really what was at display there was the judiciary the JSC mm. in particular mm. and if you go be slightly before them the outgoing president Tabombek and the incoming Zuma administration real perceived there was that tension between the two best mates i suppose because they worked together for the longest time before 94 after 94 they were one and two i see respectively so when i ask if there have been conversations between yourself and advocate madoncella it is because at least where i'm sitting in the public there was this display or reporting in the media that the two outgoing incoming were not at idem so to speak they were not on the mm. same page it was reported even personality clashes might have come through what mm. that meant was the office then was put on display in a negative light the office of the public protector to that extent when you talk about the seamless transition when i ask about these conversations i'm not asking out of showmanship more than i'm trying to engage as to whether is it still the public protector's office that is at the forefront of both advocates madoncella and mkwebana that was the question essentially okay i think as well it was the media because um, they then uh, perpetuated that wrong uh, narrative as if we are not um, working to not working together per se but yes. then as if the other um, you know is uh, still um, um, you know maybe wants to continue um having a say in whatever is happening or the new one doesn't want i think the only challenge was that when you are expected to be like your predecessor because as mm, i said mm. people we've got different style of leadership yes. values uh, systems our beliefs our expect expertise and um, i think um, you remember i even said no i because when i was asked whether i'll be uh, i'll fit in her shoes i said i'm bringing my own shoes so i think it was uh, just blown out of proportion and um, as i said the officials who are there are still there and the the focus of our work uh, when song is is that we focus on what the law is saying as i said i'll still repeat 
We don't look into personalities as an institution. We check what the law is saying, whether the conduct of any public uh, official um, is according to the prescripts. And if it's contrary to the prescripts and we have a finding and make recommendations or remedial actions which are binding, as the Constitutional Court has said. It's not about whether on this one, this is my feeling, or the investigator will say, this is how I feel, and therefore, um, it's that, no, we we act within the law and what the rule of law is saying. Let's talk about the law and the rule of law. There was a judgment which certainly was unprecedented November last year by the Concord. I'm not aware of a similar judgment against Selby Bagua, Lawrence Mushwana or Tulima Donsela, where a high court finds you to be personally liable for the costs, 15% albeit, of a particular litigation. This is the CX matter. Mm. That decision was upheld, although split, but the majority penned by Khampepe held that there was no need to interfere with the uh, ward of personal costs and punitive costs against the public protector. Mm. How did you respond to that? How did it make you feel? What impact did it have in your function still as the public protector to get such a damning judgment against you personally? You know, um, the, uh, it's not only against me as the public protector. I think that's what I said after that judgment, that unfortunately it's setting a wrong precedent um, because future public protectors and even other Chapter 9 institutions, because whatever they investigate or whatever they uh, make recommendations on, and the AG, we have this new um, auditing uh, legislation, which also will lead to some people taking the AG on review or even mm. asking for personal cost orders. And such institutions should do their work without fear or favor. Therefore, that it's like instilling a um, sense of fear on us not to do our work. And uh, I mean, always just to think there will be a personal cost uh, order. Unfortunately, that judgment and the reasons, I think if you go through the Mohueng Mohueng minority judgment, you'll hear what, under what circumstances can a court uh, issue personal cost orders because there was no way where um, in my affidavit and in my responses I was dishonest or I misled the court. And all the evidence was there. We've attached everything. So um, the finding was based on um, something which um, was also shocking um, that one um, relied on an economist report and it was very clear in my affidavit that we never relied on the economist report when we were drafting the report we only relied on an economist when we were preparing to pre- for the affidavit and response to court uh, that one um, met with the state security agency uh, and uh, with the uh, uh, presidency and uh, I mean being state institutions as a power protector we are not um, in uh, functioning as if we cannot engage the very same state functionaries section 181 is very clear that yes. um, we need them to assist us 
in and they need to protect the public protector and support us in the in, in performing our work. So unfortunately, that judgment also mm-hmm. caused a very serious concern for the African Ombudsman and Mediators Association and even the um, International Ombudsman Institute which also was concerned on the uh, precedence it's setting because, I mean, even Africa and internationally, they look up to uh, South Africa when that is concerned. So um, there are those discussions which are currently uh, ongoing within uh, IOMA and even the International Ombudsman Institute. And again, I must say that the Forum of Institutions Supporting Democracy, which is your constitutional bodies, we have a forum. That's still one thing which we are discussing, and uh, they are also concerned about uh, that judgment because the precedence which Mm. is setting against them. Because, I mean... um, Imagine being yourself uh, performing your duties and, um, you know, you are then found to have been um, uh, dishonest or they are saying you are dishonest and the judgment is so harsh that you should pay from your own pocket. But when it comes to that, um, I thank South Africans who so it fit that um, I was doing my work, I was protecting them, therefore um, they paid. Um, So that says a lot Mm. that people decided to pay for my fees and thanks to Democracy in Action, which is an NGO which facilitated um, collecting the monies. And, uh, you know, they were even saying, which I was not involved in how they were collecting monies, but they are saying, you know, other people even contributed up to 50, in fact, as, as little as 50 rents just to assist uh, the public protector. And, I mean, that is so appreciated. And uh, people there now understand um, our democracy. And democracy is maturing because then when you'll find people saying this uh, person was doing her work and was protecting us, we cannot just um, leave her uh, to be mm. punished like that. Yeah. Public protector, I do have a follow-up. I'm sorry, Pumzil, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask the public protector just to note down this question. Let's assume that this is the first question of the many that are going to come through. Public Protector, based on what you have said, you focused on the minority judgment of Justice Mkhweng, which was concurred by Goliath AJ, two judges. The majority, which is the instructive part of this entire discussion, is Khampepe, Teron, Basson AJ, Cameron, Lodlo AJ, Froneman, Mklantla, Betze AJ, all agree in these terms. The Constitutional Court upheld the High Court's finding that the public protector had acted in bad faith and agreed that she had exceeded the bounds of her potential indemnification under the Public Protector Act. The court further held that the protector's entire model of investigation was flawed and that she was not honest about her engagements during the investigation. In addition, finally, she failed to engage the parties directly affecting affected by her new remedial action before she published a fine her final report. I'm asking or I'm saying or I'm harping on this because I accept what you're saying in relation to the minority judgment. However, it is the majority judgment that is now precedent setting and is binding on you and your successors and is the reason why you had to pay. This, however read, 
cannot and doesn't read well of the individual concerned or the office concerned. I'm going to ask you to just think about that as I'm going to ask Upumzile to join the conversation to pose his question to you, Advocate Mkwebana, the public protector. For those of you who want to join, 0891-104-207 is the number to dial. Alternatively, WhatsApp voice notes 0614-104-107. We will take Pumzile now and then we'll take a break and then we'll continue with you at home. Pumzile, good evening. Pumzile? Yes, sir. Good evening to you and the public protector. Songezo, I mean, human stop in the Eastern Cape and a municipality called Koha Local Municipality. I respect that office of the public protector very highly because it's a chapter nine uh, institution. And, uh, you know, there is this growing perception that that office of the public protector concentrates on high profile cases, cases of ministers and president and high ranking politicians. Sometime last year in January, I referred a case to that Office of the Public Protector, wherein records of the municipality were showing a donation by the DA-led municipality to Afri Forum. I referred that case to the Office of the Public Protector. They have never even called me. They have never even interviewed me. They have never even acknowledged the um, correspondence between myself and them. So that, to me, then confirmed that I am a dorky boy. You see my point? And Mm -hmm. these other cases are from national level, and it's less important when it comes to this level from from a small dorky. This is a serious concern to me. Where did you send it? I send it to an email uh, administration at Public Protect something, uh, I, spoke, I spoke to a lady. No, no, no. Uh, but Pumzile, he, he, yes. he, here's what I propose to do, because now you're getting into potentially the merits of this thing. We don't discard what you're saying. For interest of time, we are taking down your details. Yes. We will engage you privately and put you yeah. in direct contact with the I really appreciate protector. that. I really appreciate that. Thank, thank you for you calling much, because sir. this is important. Thank you very much. Thank you so thank much, Papunzi. Okay. Let's take a break then, ladies and gentlemen. Please keep your comments, calls, questions coming through. 891 That's the number to dial. WhatsApp voice notes. The rules are clear. 614 Advocate Mkwebana returns after the break to answer my question to her whilst we put together an itemization of your calls, comments for me to read out to her after the break. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide, leading the conversation. Nothing conventional on the viewpoint. Call Songhez or now 0891-104-207. Perhaps you might want to respond to my question, Advocate, because my producers are putting together a whole list of questions which I'll read out afterwards and a couple of voice notes which I will play out for you. After you've answered this question, I will read and play out respectively. Yes, um, you know, um, unfortunately, the con court is the final um, court and nothing more, nothing less one can do. And uh, hence I said, uh, I find solace in the minority judgment. And again, um, you know, that's why when you are not happy with the Mm. lower court judgment, you can go to the Supreme Court of Appeal, you can then go to the Con Court. 
and um, you'd find different, um, you know, uh, judgments or people will look into the matter differently. I still dispute whatever um, has been said because uh, the issue of failing to engage other parties, um, no one else was engaged. I mean, if we give you a Section 79 notice, which is an OD alterum rule, or when we give the other party an opportunity to respond to the findings. We did the same to all of them. And then they decided to respond in writing. The presidency also decided to respond in writing, but they requested a meeting as uh, to come and explain further. So that's what we did. And not to say we offered them an opportunity to comment on the remedial action. No ways. It was purely on uh, uh, them commenting on the whole of the Section 79, the findings and the remedial action. So even the others, I mean, I remember National Treasury gave us a very detailed response, and that response was incorporated into the final report because on some other points, we agreed with them because what was the uh, Reserve Bank Act was saying or what has been done before. They told us they've put uh, systems in place to rectify whatever has been done in the past. So, um, unfortunately, that's how it is. And uh, on the issue of Upumzile Ekuha, I wanted to find out which email he used because he's saying uh, there was no response, but now he's coming back and saying he spoke to a lady. I wanted to check what email, but then we will give an email which he can send, and uh, I will also give an email of uh, 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 the provincial rep of uh, Eastern Cape, so that uh, we can get that complaint. And Upumzile, again, when you, if you are listening, unfortunately, uh, we are not doing uh, the, the, we are not focusing on this 5%, yes. which you are saying we concentrate on high profile. It's the media which puts these high profile matters mm. to the SE. That's what we are co- focusing on. 95% of our work is focusing on the, on the grassroots, the poor, the marginalized. And we've changed a lot of South Africans. Our work has impacted and has changed a lot of uh, South Africans. So, yes, uh, we will make sure that we look into that. Excellent. Let's play a couple of voice notes then for your attention, Advocate um, Kwebana, who is the incumbent public protector serving since October 2016. She's here with a viewpoint now to take your calls and questions. Four voice notes. SAFM here, there and everywhere. Hashtag the viewpoint. A very good evening to the studio and your guest. This is Usu Tutip in Peter Marisberg on 5.0 FM. My question is, when the political parties are criticizing you, saying you should resign, you should, should be replaced, how are you feeling? Don't you think that they, the following day, people should go and resign because maybe they are putting you under pressure? Thank you very much. Uh, good evening, uh, public protector and the listeners. It's Rodzani Mulovezi, Cape Town. Uh, I also refer the matter where uh, the Cape Town municipality was uh, removing the people from the workplace to the other position, saying they want to relieve 10 people from the place of work. Then they remove those that, that, that they don't want and leave 
those that they want they start to employ more after they remove those other ones and uh, I, I never get a reply from that i emailed and then nothing happens so we really need uh, a balance of this thing thank you good evening uh Songhez. i just want to ask one question has she apologized to the people of free state about the free air report uh, because she defended the politicians there and then she ended up having a party with them from North. thank you hi Songhez. can you please ask the public protector what does she think we need to do uh, in relation to after those banks who looted funds post apartheid because you know after this COVID, people are going to be they are going to be bound to pay the 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 mortgages and all those stuff that they owe from the banks even though they were not working with interest and stuff but the 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 banks themselves have never even paid what they stole from us but people now are suffering will be bound to pay whatever they owe to the banks which is un which is unfair okay those are the four voice notes here's another question for you advocate and it's a very simple one Open quote. Have you met the Kuptas? Yes or no? That's the fifth contribution after the four voice notes. Have you met the Guptas? Yes or no? <laughs> then let's take a couple of calls, please, Advocate Mkwebana. In this order, please. Khandisa, KGM, Temba, and Sbusiso. Gents, ladies, in and out. Yeah. Uh, good evening, Hello. Sir, go ahead, please. Candisa, please call us back. Your line is poor. We can't hear you. Please call us back. Let's go to KGM. Good evening, uh, the public protector and to the listeners. Songhez, um, I, I will always support the office of the public protector regardless of the incumbent. And I will support the right things, the right decisions, the right responsibilities that that office carries. I have this uh, a bit of discomfort with uh, you, public protector, when you talk about taking and having solace in minority judgment. There's, there's this sudden disrespectfulness you seem to be uh, implying with that statement of saying, you you don't care about the minority judgment. You care about the the major. I mean, you don't care about the majority judgment more more than you care about the minority judgment. And lastly, if if indeed you are not politically aligned, can, can you come out clear to say to us as the public of this country that whenever you having engagement with politicians. It's in your personal capacity, and there's no bias or any favoritism or whatever the case of association is concerned in as far as your job is concerned. And if that's the case, we should be feeling free to take actions against you, be it legal or otherwise. Thank you so much, KGM. Appreciate your thoughts and comments. Temba and Peter Marisberg, very quickly, please. Hi, hi, Songhez and the listeners. Uh, my main, main question is, I think now, because um, like the definition of public protector is to protect the public, but I've, I've, I've had an, 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 an experience where 
I've, I've sent out the complaints on the previous private protector, and I did get a response. With this one, I've, I've had a, a dispute with uh, the Mpumalanga Economic Development, but no one has ever said anything. It's been three months, but nothing has ever happened. But what we see is we see the public protector uh, with the politicians um, having all these disputes between them and them. And then they tend to forget about us. They tend to forget about Abu They forget about um, like the real people, the people who are supposed to be serving. So I, I do not know how we can try and, and make the, 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 the office more account, like account to the public, not to politicians alone, not to APSA, but to also public. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks so much, Temba, in Peter Marisburg. Finally, Pretoria. Sbusiso, good evening. Good evening, sir. Can I just go straight to the point? I'm very much interested in the issue of the CIX judgment by the highest court of the land. But before I get to that, can I just clarify one simple thing? If we are members of different political parties, we go for elections, and the majority party wins, does it mean those who who have... um, who were defeated must leave their party and go and join the majority party? No. The fact that the public protector was defeated at the highest court doesn't mean the public protector must now relinquish her views about that report. Democracy doesn't say if the court has decided against you, therefore you must move away from your beliefs you had. That's one issue. It's simple and straightforward. The other thing is we need to be able to sink down, guys. You know, this country didn't start yesterday. It has got his political history. When things happen today, they've got connection with history. Can I just simply give you one simple example? The public protector You've got decides 10 seconds. to file to file court documents at court. In those documents, they find some notes. How can you then say the public protector hides information from court? Excellent. If she voluntarily filed the documents and the You are out of time. There. We have to take a Thank break. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your short call. Let's take a break. We'll return with comments from the public protector. The Viewpoint on SAFM with Songhezomapegwe. Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. We're back. Seven minutes to go. Just for the record, Public Protector, to the extent that you wish to respond to contributions about follow-up, don't worry about that. We've got all the details of those persons and we will communicate them through to you. I think what is of importance now is just to respond to those questions that are directed to you or the function of your office. The last of those questions comes from also one of our listeners. His name is Mr. Sherwin D. Peters. His comment is simply like this, and I read... Does the public protector accept accountability that she has lost some or much of the public's confidence due to the numerous adverse and scathing court judgments of her legal reports issued? Do you want to respond to anything that you have heard? I don't want to go through it, but if you are stuck, do remind me. I've, I've written them down. It's all yours, public protector. Okay, thank you. I think um, I will respond to all of them. I'll just tell you to remind me. Mm. The criticism to resign, I want to resign. Um, Rosani, you've referred the matter to the office. Again, Rosani and all listeners, um, we've got 19 offices in um, the country. And in Cape Town, I do have a provincial representative. I rely on that office and the management to receive complaints, to be responsive. We have service standards 
and they know when they receive a complaint, they must acknowledge receipt. The investigator must meet or phone the complainant to get more information. So I'm also disappointed that you have not received anything, but then if I can get your details, we'll follow up with the Cape Town office. The apology to free the people, I don't understand when they say I have apologized uh, with to the Friday people because the report has issued uh, the first report. People uh, face consequences. The then HOD and others were disciplined because of our report. Now the request by the Portfolio Committee to investigate the role of the politicians, that investigation is ongoing and it will be finalized. I interviewed all the beneficiaries uh, early last year, and again, it's still the part of the investigation which um, the investigators are collating information. We rely on your financial intelligence, on your NPA, and we also say to them, whatever information you have, can we share? But if there's no cooperation, we will try our level best. We can't rush to issue a report when the investigation is not fully completed. And then on the CXA looting, it's so disappointing to hear that, I mean, you have South Africans, that report, that money was never paid back. It was only the issue of focusing on what has happened, the technicalities, but the money is still being owed to the South Africans. And uh, the issue of uh, COVID-19, um, unfortunately, yes, a lot of people will be facing um, a lot of, um, in fact, losing their cars, losing their mortgages. They would be unemployed. Assets, yeah. But then again, it's up to how they engage their banks or even government. How do they make sure that they create an environment where they compel banks to be um, assisting these uh, 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 people. Have you ever met the Guptas? I mean, this day and age, you still ask that particular question. I never met them, but I would have wanted to meet them as well to engage and investigate whatever allegations are there. I never met the Guptas, and uh, my predecessor uh, met them because there were some... um, uh, celebrations where uh, they also donated some money to 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 the office and uh, KGM always support the offices. I mean KGM, you know, as I said, the investigators which are there are the ones who are doing the work. They are the ones who are bringing uh, the work to me to do. And uh, um, I care a lot about the minority judgment because the minority judgment showed that they have check all the documents we've uh, provided them, as Musiso is saying, including those handwritten notes, because I was showing that we are not hiding anything when they uh, we, we availed all the, the, the records. But then, unfortunately, I got that punitive cost as if um, by submitting the handwritten notes, it's as if it's not a record, whereas it's a record. And then uh, I'm, not, I'm not at all politically aligned. I'm not even a member of any political party for your information. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my work without fear or favor, and I will never have any take sides uh, of any politicians. If it's somebody I know is involved in maladministration, I will investigate. And the nice thing, as I said, I have investigators who are doing the investigation. I will never change whatever the investigators have found, whatever evidence which is there. So definitely I'm protecting the public 
and I don't understand when this guy is saying um, we uh, uh, the economic development complaint you've lodged in Pumalang. Again, I still, unfortunately, I must get the provincial rep of Mpumalanga and understand why are we not acknowledging on time? Why are we not meeting with the complainant on time? Because our service standards are very clear. But definitely, we do our best to uh, 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 engage uh, the, the complainants and, and do our work with speed. And indeed, the CX matter, again, I'm repeating, it's so unfortunate that mm. uh, people feel the way they are feeling, but the main aim was how do we address the prejudice which South Africans have faced? And so when I don't know which uh, South Africans, again, I think you are also need to be specific. Maybe yourself, you've lost confidence, but again, Sherwin, um, the, if you've lost confidence in the incumbent, unfortunately, it's not me who's doing the work. It's the investigators. And they do their best under very trying and strenuous uh, working environment where they have a lot of uh, fights, uh, where they are complaining. And to think again, Songhe uh, Zoguti, uh, 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 um, people must just understand, Zoguti, they might have challenges with Ubusisiwe Mkwabani, mm. but Ubusisiwe is not at all. I mean, we receive thousands and thousands. Since I joined the office, we've processed more than 40,000 complaints. And as I said to you, 95% of them, they don't reach my table. They are done by the staff. They are working hard to change the lives of South Africans. The 5% which come to me are the ones also which are done by the very same investigators and they are brought to my attention when they are a complete uh, product. Excellent. But I must just say that they are people who are committed to do their work uh, without fear or favor. All I can say to you, um, Advocate Mkwebana, stick to what you... Thank you, first of all, for your time. Secondly, the majority you won to get the position in the first place, as well as those who dissented, but nonetheless you found yourself in the position of public protector. From all of us in this country, we still need the office and we still need you to charge. And we thank you so much for your time. All the best for the remainder of your term in office. Thank you so much uh, to your listeners. 2101, I'm so sorry to you, Greg Host, but I couldn't cut it any shorter than I might have tried. It's news, 2101.